I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney for NPR Illinois Community Voices and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host, Craig, joined today by one of my co-hosts, Mr. Brett Rutherford. Hello there. Vanessa, I guess, is out on assignment. I don't know where we assigned her to, but she must no. be not with us. But we're joined by a really special guest who we've I've been trying to get on this show for basically four years. Uh, and so I'm really excited to have Morgan Kaplan joining us today. I know that Morgan has listened to the show before and interacted with some things in our Facebook group uh, and just loves Disney as much as we do. So Morgan, it's so nice to have you. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. And you know, what's fun is that your family just went to Disney World. So this is going to be kind of a trip report of how things were. And particularly one of our most popular episodes, we had recorded an episode with Mary Kate and Jake Smith about taking your kids to Disney. And um, it has almost more downloads than anything else that we've done, because I think people always have those questions about taking young children. You, t- you have two wonderful young boys that you brought to Disney with you. And so we'll get into a bit of that too as well. Um, but Brett, anything you want to mention before we just dive right into the trip report? Well, I'm so glad you're here, number one. And yeah, and well, let's see. Yeah, I'm anxious to hear during our current situation. I'm anxious to hear what your experience was at Walt Disney World. So we can pass that along to all of the viewers and listeners that have families that are planning a trip to Walt Disney World sometime soon. All right. Well, before we get into the fun stuff, we have something very serious to ask you. And that is, oh gosh, what? What's your favorite movie? It can be a Disney movie. It doesn't have to be. And uh, you could give both. You could say, this is my favorite Disney movie. And this is my favorite movie. I will give both. Uh, My number one favorite movie of all time is Gone with the Wind. Um, I have watched that since I was six years old and I was way too young to be watching it. I just watched it for the costumes. Um, so that's my favorite movie. My favorite Disney movie is probably Mary Poppins. Um, my favorite animated Disney movie, I would say like probably Aladdin and then Pixar, probably, probably Inside Out. Yes. 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 Although like I literally sob, like I, I, it makes me ball. That it's, and Toy Story 2, which are unfrequent, like, replay in my house. I cry. Like, I can't be in the room. <laughs> I know. My son loves Inside Out. And uh, it's just kind of like every time he wants to watch it, I'm like, man, this movie, it just gets me. But, uh, but yeah, those are all great choices. And you mentioned Mary Poppins. And we should say right up front that we do have some uh, listeners in Central Illinois. And you're going to be involved in a production. Live theater is coming back. And it's so great. Uh, so can you tell us a bit about the production you're going to be doing at Sacred Heart Griffin this summer? Absolutely. So I am so, so thrilled that we are, are able to do this and to bring some theater back. Um, SHG was to do Mary Poppins in 2020. And then uh, the pandemic hit everything shut down literally one week before we were to open. And so um, we're very fortunate to have an extremely supportive uh, administration at SHG. And they encouraged us if, you know, the circumstances were right um, and safe that we could do a show. And we decided like, 
we have to do Mary Poppins. It's always going to be the one that got away for us if we don't. And they were gracious enough to allow us to invite 2020 graduates mm-hmm. to participate. So our Bert would have gra- or did graduate in 2020. And so he's still going to be able to perform that role. Um, wow. We had about half or a little more than half of our cast coming back. Some were unable to due to graduations and whatnot. Um, and then we were able to audition for some kids that weren't at SHG yet or didn't have the opportunity to last year. So we've got a really nice size cast. Um, the show will open July 16th at a run for two weekends. Um, we're doing masks. We're sanitizing. We're social distancing. Like we're doing the thing. We're doing it COVID safe. And I'm I'm so thrilled. I'm so proud of these kids for jumping right into it. It's not an easy show, but <laughs> we've got some really uh, great adult staff support that was also willing to help, including Brett, who designed our projections. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very excited for those. So, yeah. It's, very it's just so that. nice to, and, and such a cool way to be able to, especially your senior year, um, being excited and this, you mentioned Bert, I mean, talk about you're, you're the lead of the show next to Mary Poppins and you, um, are going to be graduating and, and maybe miss out on that experience. So extremely cool that you're able to do that and excited to, uh, hear much more about that. Be sure to keep us updated in our Facebook pages and things like that as, as we come along. But now let's get into your recent trip to Walt Disney World and we just get to, uh, the very first thing. Just give us your impression of the trip as a whole or uh, any of your first impressions that you went to. You know, Walt Disney World is a bit different now than it has been in the past. It maybe takes almost less planning now because there's not fast passes and there's not as many dining reservations available. Um, but tell me your impressions about the trip that you just ta- taken. Sure. So um, I guess like in Disney trip planning land, the way we planned our trip would probably be considered last minute because we planned it about two months out, give or take. So we, we were able to do that easily. Like it was not difficult to plan it. There was plenty of park availability and things like that. But I think like in the future, we'll probably plan it a little further uh, just so we're not like panicking when it's like, oh my gosh, now we have to make dining reservations and you got to get on there and make them. So um we uh, we planned it with my in-laws who are Disney Vacation Club members and they were um, like charter members. Like their membership number is probably like 0005. Like they've been in it a while. So we planned it with them because they um, wanted to see their grandkids at Disney and we were going to be staying at uh, a Disney Vacation Club property. Um we were going to be staying at Old Key West because that's their home resort and we've stayed there before. It's great. The villas are lovely. You get a kitchen. There's a million pools. Super cool. Um, we had kind of a last minute change of plans because our villa uh, had a pipe burst like the day before we got there. So Disney, whoever, called my father-in-law and was like, hey, we have a problem. So they moved us over to Saratoga Springs. Um, and they upgraded us big time. So we were very fortunate to have like, I can't even call it a room because it was like an apartment. Mm. Um, so that was really lovely. Um, I would say too, um, 
it's my understanding that Saratoga Springs is also a vacation club property. I hadn't stayed there before. I I would say that I, I thought it was a little more uh, kid kid centric, I guess, mm-hmm. in, in a great way. It's very, it's beautiful, but they have a few more like Disney touches that I thought were really cool for our kids versus old Key West, which um, I think is a little more adult, still great, but you don't have as many like hidden Mickeys and the like. Um, we did opt to drive because uh, my husband and I are fully vaccinated, but our children are not. They're four and a half and 22 months. And um, just like didn't feel super comfy getting on a plane with them now. Um, And so we drove and we won't do that again, but we did it. And we, we split it up, up over several days going down. So we stopped, um, we're about 15 and a half hours from Orlando living in central Illinois. So we stopped in Nashville and we stopped in Macon, Georgia, and we stayed overnight. We took our time, um, which was good. Uh, our four and a half year old, you know, we, he was great in the car, little guy. He had some moments. But we put on all the Disney movies in the car. Like we tried to make that really fun. Um, introduced him to some movies that he would not readily watch, like Beauty and the Beast, um, like Sword in the Stone, just some of those like old classics that we enjoy, but we can't get him to watch on Disney Plus because he sees Toy Story or <laughs> Inside mm-hmm. Out. So that was fun. And we got to talk about like we were gonna go to Mickey Mouse's house and all of those things. Um, yeah, we w- we won't do that again. The ride home was really terrible. The ride home is always terrible. Like it's never fun, no matter where you're going um, or where you're coming from, I should say. Um, but it, it was just like, no, we're going to fly next time. Uh, so Yeah, you know, and, and especially like, I remember um, my grandparents taking my brother and I uh, down to Disney and we did the car thing. And I do remember though, like, and especially your four and a half year old might have some fond memories at some point of the car trips, but they can be a little daunting. It's good to hear that you broke it up because um, we were talking about, you know, if we were to decide to go somewhere else that uh, with our son, would we want to, we wouldn't want to necessarily fly. Would we want to stay in a hotel on the way there kind of thing? So it's just, um, it's something that you kind of have to factor in. And I know that some people do the overnight thing, which seems like a lot of work. So leaving at say eight o'clock at night, so your kid can sleep through the night theoretically. And then you try to arrive by like noon the next day. Um, We have some friends that have done that, but that seems daunting. Okay. I heard when Mary Kate Smith was on here, I listened to your podcast about traveling with kids. That's what they do. And I was team drive through the night. My husband was not, he was like, we're going to be so tired when we get there. I said, that's what coffee is for. He said, I don't drink coffee. I said, that's your problem. Um, that is like, his problem. It is. <laughs> Clearly. So, yeah. And so he, he really was like, well, let's split it up. And, and it worked fine. Splitting it up worked fine. Um, but next time, if we do not fly or it is like wildly expensive, I am team drive through the night. Mm. Um, because like, how cool is that? Like go to sleep and you wake up and you're in Florida. Like, I mean, that's cool. 
and like just get your your Starbucks double shot on ice. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. And you can use whatever money you were going to use on a uh, hotel on the way there, and you can buy another lightsaber <laughs> at Sabi's. You know, this is this is how I would justify See, it in wow. my mind. I don't know about that's you, wow. so that's great. Yeah. Well, that's really well, actually, cool. So, you, oh, go ahead. Yeah, Brad. actually, no. I'm. That's how when I was growing up. That's how we went to Florida. We we went to Nashville, and we were camping. So we went to Nashville, and then we got to just into the Florida Georgia border. Mm-hmm. And then back then to Fort Columbus, you know, mm-hmm. the next, the next afternoon. So, so I, yeah. I feel your Nashville and your drive and your take a couple of days vibe. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it worked fine. The other thing too, with driving, especially having little kids is it's really nice to be able to bring all your gear and you're not uh, worried about having to check all those things. And um you know, when we, the last time we went to Disney, our older son was 18 months. And so he still needed a crib and crib availability where we were staying was, was not great. It wasn't guaranteed either. So we were like, eh, you know, let's bring our pack and play for our little guy. So mm-hmm. that was nice being able to, to bring all of that and the double stroller and me not having to worry about how many pairs of shoes that I brought, even though I only wore two, that was all, <laughs> that was all good. That's all, all benefits of driving. Um, for sure. So yeah, that's great. So now you're in this nice uh, villa in Saratoga Springs, you're all set in. And I think this is maybe the part that a lot of parents want to hear about. What was your experiences once you actually were on property with your children? Was there um, any moments where they, it was different because of coming out of this pandemic? Or uh, was there moments where it's just like, you know what, this they might be wearing masks, but outside of that, things are uh, fairly the same. What were your experiences bringing your children specifically to Disney at this time? Sure. So one of the reasons that we decided to book when we did was because at that time um, it was publicized everywhere. It was like 30% capacity or or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then about 10 days before we went, we started hearing like, oh, they're going to change the mask rules and social distancing rules. And I'm starting to feel a little nervous, you know? Um, And so when we got there, the mask rule had changed. Um, You didn't have to wear one outside. Um, You had to wear one in rides, anywhere indoors, some cues if they were inside. And they also said, while you're waiting in line for food. Although by the time we ended up getting there, people weren't even wearing them in line for food. Mm. On property at our hotel, everybody that worked there, every employee of Disney, every cast member was masked. Um, All um, social distancing and all of those things. I would say, you know, my son is four and a half. He wore a mask all the time. My husband and I wore a mask um, as much as truthfully, as much as we could stand being outside in the Florida heat um, in late May we're trying to set a good example for him, but we were very much in the minority. Vast, vast majority was not wearing a mask. Uh, Even young children um, in many cases were not. Um, I did hear a few cast members a few times reminding people inside to wear your mask properly, pull it up over your nose, things like that. And that, that was reassuring. Um, I, it made me a little more on edge, like as a parent, having so few people masked, especially because our younger son, he's not two. So he, he can't wear a mask yet. 
Um, so I was just kind of like, get away, like throwing bows just to keep people away. <laughs> um, That's the nice part about that, that double wide stroller though. You can right? just get you can hit ankles if you need to, mm-hmm. you know, get out, get out of here. Truthfully. Um, <laughs> so that, that was really good. I mean, did I feel safe? Yes. I feel like of all places, Disney uh, probably makes me feel more safe than I might feel going to the grocery store. Um, so, so that is reassuring. I just like, I, I almost kind of wish that we had gone like maybe three weeks earlier so that we truly could have experienced it more safely. Because the other thing too is, uh, as we were uh, approaching our trip about 10 days out, I started to read some stuff on some like Disney blogs and Facebook groups. Like I think they're increasing capacity. They're opening up more availability for parks. Nothing had been officially publicized yet. And so I, I would wager that they were at at least 50% capacity, at least maybe even 60. It was certainly less crowded than when I've been there before in, in non pandemic times, but it, it was, it was still pretty crowded. Um, so we really tried to operate under the philosophy of like, let's get there super early. Let's knock stuff out. We have to have a nap time anyway for the Mm -hmm. little one. So we would spend the afternoon resting, um, and then go back out for dinner and maybe a few more rides, uh, later in the evening. And also once the sun went down, it was a little cooler. Okay. So you are a early to rise nap kind of person. So is that your normal uh, way that you do it? Is there a tip that you have for people maybe going with a child for the first time, how to manage the day so you don't have that meltdown? Yeah. So I, I do like a nap. I do like a nap on vacation. Like I like a nap and I'm 35. So 34, I I guess. Same, same. Um, (laughs) My husband though, he, he doesn't like that. He's kind of like, if I'm on vacation, I want to do something. So the other thing too, is like, he likes roller coasters and scary rides. I do not, I don't do those rides. Um, so when I would be like resting with the kids back at our resort, he would go back and he would ride all the scary stuff without us. And he was like, I don't care. Party at one. <laughs> um, so that, that worked out really well. I, I really do think, especially given our children's ages, four and a half and 22 months, like they get up early anyway, like we're already up. So we would get to the park early. I, I texted Brett like the morning or the evening before we were going to go to magic kingdom. And I said, Hey, what time do you think I should realistically get here? Because I'm reading that you can go in before the park officially opens, which is true. You can. Um, and so we got there at like seven 30 in the morning and we were able to hit like all the main rides by nine, you know, like the, the big stuff that our kids could do small world haunted mansion pirates, uh, the Aladdin carpet deal, all of that stuff. And with relatively low wait times for all of those things. And then, you know, we would grab like a quick lunch. We, we did not do any, um, like table service lunches. We just, you know, I mean, my kids eat like macaroni and cheese and chicken fingers. So like, I'm not going to spend like $25 on that for lunch, you know? So we would just do like something quick and then go back to the hotel and chill out till dinner. Um, and it worked really well for us because it just, it gets so hot for them anyway in the afternoon. So 
Now, one of the things I've been hearing about mobile ordering is now that uh, pretty much exclusively that's what the park is operating on. It, it used to be that mobile ordering, when we last went, it was kind of like the secret thing you could do to avoid lines. But now it is the thing. They, they only do the mobile ordering. And so I've heard that you do need to mobile order considerably further in advance than what you want to eat. So you kind of sign up almost for like a time frame. Is that your experience? And, and what would you recommend people do having now just gone through that uh, if they want to make sure that they can get uh, Santuli Canteen for about lunchtime and things like that? Yeah. So there was only one place that um, my husband really wanted to get lunch from, and that was um, Regal Eagle mm, at yeah. the American Pavilion. And he's a big like pulled pork fan, whatever. And so we ordered lunch and set our time at like nine in the morning. And it was for like an 1145 to 1215 pickup. So they mm-hmm. set you like, I think it's like a 30 minute window and you just arrive anytime in there. Um, now I will say too, like, I, since it was our first time doing it, I didn't know how it was going to be like if it's like one minute past, are they going to be like, throw your food away? You missed it. We like got there like five ish minutes late and like they were, they're happy to accommodate, I think within reason. Yeah. So it was, it was fine. Like it was super easy. It was nice knowing that we had that um, planned already. Didn't have to think too hard. Uh, So yeah, I mean, it worked out fine. I will definitely do it in the future if they continue, but that was our only experience with lunch mobile ordering. Yeah, that'll be really interesting if they decide to, obviously the mobile ordering will stick around, but I don't know if it'll be as dependent. They may go back to wanting to have some of these lines and things like that Mm -hmm. when we uh, continue to return to quote unquote normal. I know that Bob Chapik recently said that in terms of capacity, he expects the parks to be at full capacity by the end of 2021. And so uh, they do continue just to continue to ramp things up and, and maybe we do start to see more of a return to that pre-pandemic level, um, whether that include fast passes, things like that, uh, who knows, but certainly something that we'll, we can look forward to, or maybe not necessarily look forward to. Like you said, it would have been nice to be in those parks at 30% capacity, certainly. I know that Brett got to experience that back in January, February timeframe. So uh, looking at, let's see, like, then Brett's going to have some questions for you, but uh, looking at the different parks experiences, were there anything that you wanted to mention about uh, the four individual parks as far as how they were from the child side of things or from the vacation experience? Brett's going to ask you a bit more about your memories and experiences that way, but this is more of the logistical stuff. Is there anything you wanted to mention about any park in particular or Disney Springs if you visited there? Sure, we did. Um, so I talked about Magic Kingdom, and that was um, that was all that was all well and good. I, I will say, um, my favorite ride in all of Disney is Peter Pan. Like I know it's Peter Pan, and it's literally three minutes. But like, I, I love Peter love Pan. It. I'm I with you. It. I'm Team Peter Pan. Anna and I apparently we just need to do like a big joint family trip because we right. have the same mindset. Uh, kids are the same age we (laughs) this should happen sometimes so I'm there I'm there (laughs) um that was the only ride at Magic Kingdom that we did not ride um and wanted to because it was just the longest the longest line like it was almost to Haunted Mansion wow and I'm like and, and it was because they were spreading people out love that 
but frankly, like I had two opportunities to write it. And on my last opportunity, I had to make like a game time decision. Like, do I risk the most epic of meltdowns from my child, not me? Or do we just call it? And we called it, which was the right call. Um, so, so we forfeited that one, but I did not anticipate that happening. I, I, I knew it was like, you know, it's pretty popular, but I mean, it was like 45 minutes. Like I'm not, I just, I can't, I can't do it. Um, I will say Hollywood studios. I was excited to take the kids to because of all the toy story things. Um, they at their ages are a little young yet for the ride attractions. Now they were totally cool to just go around and find Buzz and Woody and Jesse and uh, look at those things. So like they were completely entertained. Um, I think we're just going to have to wait a little bit um, for them to be able to ride and not get super scared um, and those things. And the lines for that, we, we kind of knew that they were going to be, um, the rides were going to be a little old for them. And so we did not try to get there super early or anything to ride those things. Um, the lines were epic, epic. Mm -hmm. I mean, 60 minutes at least for Slinky Dog Dash. Um, so Toy Story Land is really cool. As long as your kids are going to be like kosher, just going and, and looking at all the cool stuff. And they were, um, we did not do any of the star Wars stuff. I, like, I'm really sorry. I'm not a Star Wars person. Um, I We went in there and I saw the thing and I was like, I'm told this is really cool. I don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, really cool, though. It's you were cool. Told I was right. like, this is really, I mean, this is neat, but like, where are we? What is this? What's happening? Um, so we saw all that. We One thing that I did not know was at Hollywood Studios. I'd never done it before. But we just happened to see something randomly and we're like, oh, I think the kids would like that was uh, Lightning McQueen's like Mm -hmm. driving school. And that was so good for them. Both my kids loved it. Even the little one like knew what was up. Like he was like, that is a car. That is a red car. It is really cool. Um, and so that was something that like, there was no wait for it. It's in a, it's inside. It is air conditioned. You're sitting down that was a nice little rest for mom and dad and the kids were really into it. So that was That's a fun little great. surprise that I, I didn't even realize was there. That's um, good. That's good. So anything about your experiences in either Epcot or in animal kingdom? Sure. Um, we went to Epcot a lot. Um, that is my husband's favorite park. And I mean, he will Epcot all day, every day. And I like it a lot, but um, I feel, feel like like little kid wise there's not quite like I mean they don't really care that much about the world showcase I mean they don't get it they're too little um so we did like Nemo that's super fun um they were really into that that little ride but that was like really the only oh Spaceship Earth we did that a couple Mm -hmm. times they like that too um and those were both super short weights like basically walk-ons when we went So we did those, but that was it. One ride we didn't do that we usually do was the three Cavaleros. Um, That was an 
epic line too, which I did not expect. Yeah. Who even goes into there? I don't even know. Well, um, the audio so animatronic figures are back after being there, only being two of them, and then one of them was away, and then they were cardboard or something. I saw that yeah, on TikTok. So, I saw it on yeah, TikTok, so. <laughs> and I think that's why everybody was going because they saw it on TikTok. Yeah. So it was very crowded. Um, yeah, you know, that was um, my one, uh, the one epic meltdown we had, really amongst the whole family that we went uh, <laughs> back in, uh, goodness, was that 2018, 2019, whatever it was, um, was that I tried to push the whole family to walk the world showcase because we had just done Frozen, and uh, we wanted to get to the other side, and it's hotter than the sun, and it was lunchtime, and right about the time we should have been going back and taking a nap. So yes, I totally get that, especially about Epcot. Um, It's just one of those parks that I think the older you get, and even when you're a kid still, I think there's still a lot you can learn. Um, It's got that kind of infotainment uh, that they used to go for a lot in Disney. And especially with Ratatouille coming online in October, there's going to be a lot of really cool things to happen in that park. But yes, totally agree with you that with a kid right now, sometimes I get asked, you know, like, is there a park that I would skip? And I would hate to say you should skip Epcot because I agree with you. It's a great park and it's a very cool um, thing that's so important and particular to Disney World in particular. But the... um, but yeah, I mean, as far as with children, it is the park that has the least amount to do, I think, in my yeah. mind. But but yeah, so go ahead and talk about Animal Kingdom. Yes. Okay. So in my mind, Animal Kingdom is the park to skip. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, again, this is coming from somebody that's not into roller coasters. I'm not into Avatar. Like, it, it's not my jam. Um, however, we went super early to that because we wanted to take the kids on the um, Kilimanjaro Safari. That's Mm -hmm. all we wanted to do. Um, And then the plan was go back to the resort and have like pool time until nap and then dinner. Um, And so we got there super early, beelined it. And there were cast members that were kind of like standing around. And I was like, what, what's wrong with the safari? Like, what is it? And they were like, well, we, we haven't opened it yet. We're not sure when it's going to open. I was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? It is like, it's like not even eight and it's hotter than the surface of the sun. Like, how long do we have to wait? So we decided like, let's just get in the line because the line was already forming. People like did not care that they said, we don't know when we're opening. We said, let's get in line. We're going to wait for like 10 minutes. And if it doesn't happen, it is what it is. And like, I tell you what, it did open (laughs) And we walked on, which was amazing. And that was the the best safari that we've been on. I mean, like giraffes got so close. I could have reached out and like touched them. Like it was awesome. Totally glad that we did it. Um, but that was that and a dull whip is all that we did at Animal Kingdom. So. I can totally understand that. The the one thing I'd mention for maybe some parents out there too is there's a, a really kind of a little known area of Animal Kingdom. It's Rafiki's Planet Watch. And yeah. you have to take a kind of a train system back to that area. But there is a petting zoo back there. And now granted, may or may not want to do a petting zoo right now. Totally get that. Um, but then uh, there's some other cool things, some experiences back there too for kids. But you're right, for sure. I know that uh, when we went, we did do uh, not 
Mojave River journey. And our son really enjoyed the colors of that. Not so much the animatronic at the end. It kind of freaked him out. It kind of freaks me out a little bit. Um, but then, yeah, there's, there's not a ton to do in Animal Kingdom, but I think there was more maybe for him to look at uh, just kind of randomly, even walking around the Tree of Life as dad's trying to fit in so many rides on Expedition Everest as I could in a short amount of time. Uh, just seeing the different animals carved into the tree and stuff like that was really cool. So great. Well, I think the last part that I have kind of from a logistics standpoint is just to talk a little bit about Disney Springs. And then I'm really turning this whole thing over to Brett. So uh, Disney Springs, what were your thoughts there? Okay. So we went to Disney Springs a few times. We went during the day and we went for some dinners. Um, We went early in the day um, when things were just starting to open. And that was really lovely. Like we went to Everglazed. Um, that was a delight. Um, we, there was ample seating room outside. Um, it was not crowded. It it was really, really nice. It was very relaxed. Great way to start our day. Um, when we were leaving, which was probably around like, I don't know, 1030, I'm going to guess 1030 in the morning, it was starting to really pick up. Um, so we were, we left at the right time, um, in the evenings, like people were just kicking it everywhere at Disney <laughs> and I was like dude like I, it was it was just like guys like come on like let's let's have like so some social distancing like just like a little bit of it that would be so great um we did do Gideon's no not we my husband did Gideon's um it was good we did the cookies I wouldn't wait in the line I mean they were good but like it's never that serious for me for a cookie. Um, he did the, what is it called, Brett? The queue, like the mobile queue or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they call you back to get at the end of the line and he yes. waited for like uh-huh. 15 minutes to get yeah. the cookies. And they were, they were very good. I, um, I don't know what I was expecting with people like standing out at like eight in the morning and like. Eight in the morning. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. yeah. Like it was yeah. just crazy. But I mean, hey, it's the thing to do. And we did the mm-hmm. thing. Um, right. So, yeah, it was good. Like, we had some really good dining experiences at Disney Springs. We took the kids to uh, Raglan Road for dinner one night. which Love like, was, Raglan you know, Road. Yeah, like, it's fun. They've got the dancers and the band. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool. And then we, Damien and I got to have, like, a date night. Or my in-laws watched the boys. So we went out to dinner, just the two of us, which was nice. We went to the boathouse and that was really good. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's some, there's some great places there and, and it's nice. Um, lots of shopping, all that stuff. It was good. It was busy. It was very busy. So. That's good to know. Good to know. But you got to see, it seems like you really experienced quite a bit of it in a lot of the different places that are always high on everyone's recommendation list for sure. But Brett, I know you had some questions about the trip as well. Yeah, well, it's oh my gosh, it's I, you know, this is why this is why we have friends that go to Disney so we can hear all about it because mm-hmm. until we get to go again, we can relive it and through you. So, thank you for that. Oh my gosh, but okay, I have kind of like a multi-part question. You can you know pick and choose what you want. But okay. what was different? What was the same? What was better? And because I'm a positive person, I'll say what was not better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what was different? Well, I mean, that's obvious reasons. The current uh, situation. Yes. Yeah. And all of that. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. The panini, as I call it. I don't say the other one. <laughs> I say current we situation, but all... I like that panini. I like that. That's... Yeah, we were trying to do all the, the peas this past weekend, and we, we got pretty uh, interesting responses. I guess you could call it the Pluto if you wanted to keep it there you go. Uh, Disney-related. Although, <laughs> that poor dog. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, obviously, that was very different. Um, uh what was the, the same. same yeah oh the you feelings know, like yeah Seeing your kids you know, at Walt I Disney think, World you know <laughs> yes and I think that you know this was really a trip okay like Damien and I went to Disney on our own like when we were a couple times since we've been married just the two of us before we had kids um so we've experienced it for ourselves and so at this point in our lives like we're we're going and we're going to experience it for the kids and so some of the things that he and I would do if it was just us, or if we were just on an adult's trip, like it's different, you know, like um, we're, we're not drinking around the world at Epcot, like super fun, totally into that. But like, we're just hitting up that Starbucks on main street at this point, or I am anyway, um, just to, to get through. So I think, you know, trying to find those little things that we loved when we were kids to show our kids now, like it's a small world, like classic that had to be our little guys, like first right at magic kingdom. Um, is it my favorite? No, it is not. But like, it's just what you do. It's what you do when you go to Disney. It's for them. It's for the children. So, yes. yes. And you like point out all the little dolls and it's great. Um, my older son was like, I love that doll ride. I was like, it's okay. You can like the doll ride. Yeah. It's he okay. was like, I love that. And whatever. So that was really fun. Um, I did enjoy the mobile ordering. I did enjoy that. I felt like there was some, what's the word? I don't know, like people were were moving with a purpose to get the cues moving. I feel like there wasn't a lot of dilly-dallying. I felt like cast members were trying to keep things moving. So that was really helpful. Um, what were the other ones? Uh, what oh was God. better? So you covered that. So what was not better? Ugh. Um, I don't know. Like No fireworks, you know. That was one. But I heard that's coming back actually as we're recording this. The word on the street or the word in the the Disney sphere is that um, fireworks are coming back in July. So, but you know, actually, I watched in January because I have never seen um, uh, the nighttime spectacular at the Magic Kingdom, whose name escapes me all of a sudden. But anyway, but you could watch it in your room. Cool. And it was the first time I had ever seen it. And so, yeah, I mean, it brought tears to my eyes, if you can imagine. <laughs> I was yeah. in my room and I was watching that and I'm like going, it's not the same, but okay. I'm a Walt Disney World watching, you know, a nighttime spectacular, a kiss night, And it has all the yeah. feels of, you know, so I can't wait to experience it there, but that'll happen at some yes. point. So, but yeah, so. Fireworks so what was, were missed. They were yeah. missed. Um I love that. I love that. I was, I was hoping so, so much that that would be back. Casey's corner would be open and the barbershop would be open. So oh, my little guy could get yeah. his first haircut and I was oh. like, it's not going to happen. And that's fine. Oh. Like it is what it is. And I get it. Like, so that kind of, that was kind of stinky. Um, but I, I always say to, <laughs> 
about Disney to my husband. Like, I feel like Disney is where you can see the best in people and the worst. Like you truly can see like families that are so enchanted that their kids are seeing it for the first time. And then you'll look across the street and some, some mom is losing her, you know what on her kids. Cause it's been a day. And so like, I, it's just part of it. I, I it just, yeah. Yeah. You That's can see so thing. many spontaneous moments of dancing or laughing yes. or singing that, you know, that you normally would not, I don't think like if you're in a big city or anywhere, you know, people wouldn't randomly start kissing each other or, or, you know, dancing or singing like that. Well, we dance and we sing all the time. Yeah. You're so right. And you know, like um, my older son, he is like, he's like, I think he's going to be into musicals. Like, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But he's like very into like dancing and just like whatever. And, you know, he'll like sometimes try to do that in public here in our hometown. And I'm like, hey, like we're in public, chill out. Like, let's just be mellow, like whatever. But in Disney World, like if there was music and he wanted to go dance in Mellow Street, I was like, go dance, do your thing. You want to <laughs> dance in Raglan Road? Go on, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I've, I've heard cool. that he oh, is that already is cool. getting prepared for the Broadway revival of Newsies. I'm um, telling you what, y'all, he is like gonna be Jack Kelly someday. <laughs> he, he loves it. And uh, Mary Kate Smith, who we've talked about already today, got him a Newsies hat for his birthday. So he'll Aww. put on his hat. Perfect. <laughs> he's ready. He's ready. That's so great. That's so well, great. I guess I, I, you know, we've kind of talked about this and, you know, there are things that are better and things that are not so better. But anyway, but is Disney Park Magic still there? Totally. Totally. Yay. Absolutely. I, I think that. Disney is a trip that it's a vacation that you have to plan. Like it is not, um, it's not just like show up and, and figure it out for, for me, in my opinion. Like, I think if you truly want to make the most of your time, you need to plan it out somewhat. Um, and it's also a place that I feel like, you can get a little stressed because you want to make all of those plans happen. And there are so many things you want to do and there's never going to be enough time for everything. But like, as soon as you get home and you look at your pictures, you're like, Oh man, I want to go back. When can we go back? (laughs) You know? And so yes, magic is still totally there. Like I'm already trying to figure out when we can go back again. (laughs) Well, well, you need to go like it's it, it's one of those things where you do you you read sometimes you can um get yourself in this headspace where you're you're reading too many things about how someone says you have to do it this way and if you don't specifically do this attraction your whole vacation's ruined and things yeah. and you you mentioned that um you know right now people are waking up and trying to get that rise of the resistance and if they don't get it they feel like they've wasted a day you didn't even try for that you know and then also um uh same with pandora and the world of avatar and how that's just not really your thing you go for different reasons but also i think it's really important to uh to recognize that um 
they are trying to make sure that their locals that go to this park on like a daily basis have something new that they have never experienced. So, uh, so it's really, it's really good to remember that literally you cannot do it all and you're not meant to be able to do it all at Disney because they always want to have new experiences and they always want to be able to make sure that, uh, there's something out there for everyone to be able to experience for the first time. So you're not going to be able to do it all. And that's totally fine. Right. Yeah. And it is, yeah. it's easy to get stressed about particular things, or maybe you're running late because your kid napped a little longer. Um, we missed out on, um, the thing we missed out on that I was really looking forward to was uh, going to Art Smith's Homecoming. Mm-hmm. It was the only time we had scheduled to go to Disney Springs that happened to be on the day that I tried to do the death march through world showcase. So <laughs> it just wasn't going to happen because we had taken a nap late and, and things like that. But, and luckily our friends that came with us did bring us back some uh, carry out from the restaurant. So that was really nice, Ooh. but I, I'm, you know, I was bummed that we missed that, but at the same time, like, as a whole, how much did you get to experience and how much did you get to do? And those memories that you made, uh, things that, you know, my son was not quite three when we went and he's still talking about it as a a five-year-old going on a six-year-old. And it's like, you know, I understand that maybe later on in his life, he won't have those memories, but certainly right now it's, it's so present in his mind still. And that's also something very cool. And you really can't put uh, much of a price on that. And it's, it's, it can possibly be stressful. So I'm just saying for parents that are out there or anybody in general, don't try to do it all because you can't just, just go in and have fun. Keep the expectations low, like keep them low because kids are unpredictable and they're out of their routine. They're out of their home environment their regular eating environment, like it's all different and new. So like keep the expectations low, um, hundred percent. And just like go with the flow, man. Like that is something that is hard for me. I am not that type of person and you have to be like, you just have to be. Um, yeah, I think that's the best way to adapt with kids at Disney and Craig, you know, you just mentioned that your little guy, like he may not remember several years down the road but you will and you and your wife will remember that and so I I'm like a huge proponent of taking your kids and taking them early like I kid you not we were waiting in line for beauty or beauty and the beast for be our guest and there was this couple that was um trying to god love them they were trying to do a costume change on their little girl and I said oh, she's so cute. How old is she? And they said, she's six weeks. And I was like, what? Like Ooh. six weeks old? Like this, this was a new baby. And they were changing her from- Snow During White. a Pluto? Yes. And, <laughs> yeah. They were changing her from Snow White into Belle for, for be our guest. It was so cute. But I was like, holy cow. But that's a great example. Like, obviously she's not going to remember, but your parents, the parents are going to remember. They had the grandparents- with them. And it was like a whole family event. And, and I thought that was very, very sweet. So yeah. I say, take Aww. them, take them young. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Brett, you had something else you wanted to ask. Yeah. Well, I think you've kind of, you've kind of covered this, but were there any, what is your takeaway? What are those moments that you'll remember that I'm like going, there was a lot going on in the world, but I would have not missed it for that. You know? Yes. Um, I think, uh, taking my little guy on it's a small world 
that was, that was just like, that was a moment that was very, very sweet. Um, my older son, he, he doesn't really get like Disney, but he gets Mickey Mouse and he kept calling it Mickey Mouse's house. We're going to Mickey Mouse's house. And he talked about it forever. He's not um, wrong. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not wrong. And like when we walked into Magic Kingdom and he saw the castle and he said, mom, it's Mickey Mouse's house. Like truly, like, I mean, like almost makes me choked up, like talking about it. Um, the other thing that was like the coolest, uh, we arrived uh, late afternoon on a Monday and we went right to Epcot pretty much. And as soon as we walked there, Mickey and Minnie were standing like behind a hedge for um, like photo ops or whatever. You can't get close to them right now, but you can stand on the other side of the hedge and they'll take a selfie. Um, and they were super interactive with every kid, every single one. They were wonderful. And like, that was the first thing that Sawyer saw at Epcot. And he was like, we're here. Like, it's Mickey. Like, this is his house. This is where he lives. Like, can we also live here now? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so that, that was just so cool that that was like the first thing that we saw. Mm. Um, that was really, really neat. And that's uh, when you decided to start putting your financing application in for Golden Oaks, right? So you could live <laughs> on property, right? Uh, in those millions yeah. and millions of dollar homes. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's just so cool. It, it's, it's such a neat experience to be able to bring your kids. And like you said, I totally encourage to bring them early, especially, I mean, uh, I don't know if this has changed in the years since, uh, but your 22-month-old would have been free, right? Yeah. He's free. You're free till you're two, I think. Three. So uh, you're you're, fr- you're free all the oh, way shoot. all the way through your two year old year, and that's why we brought our son just before he turned three. <laughs> yes, yes, and you know what? Um, yeah. Okay, so now my my wheels are turning. I'm like, okay, so how I know now you're it? you're planning already. Okay, okay. he turns three. Okay. There we do this. Yeah. So, I know. I know. And it's so funny because Disney, uh, so you are free until you're three years old. And then from three to 10, or no, three to nine, you're a child. And then after you're 10, you're an adult. So <laughs> an adult at Disney that is 10 quickly. years old. <laughs> that escalates quickly. That is really funny. You know, the first place on the planet where you'll be considered an adult is Disney at uh, 10 years well, old. Well, you get to drive, you know. You That's know. true. That's a good point. <laughs> You can take a, a, the Tomorrowland uh, Speedway for sure at yes. that point, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that's perfect. Um, did you have any other questions you wanted to ask, Brett? I think, well, you know, I mean, we'd be here all day if we were asking my questions. But I'm like, like we ha- I, it sounds like you had just the best time and your experiences at Disney Springs, you know. And you, yeah. you I mean, this wasn't your first time at the park, so you know what to do. And, and it sounds like you had an amazing time. So I was so happy yeah. for you the whole time, you know, because we know kind of even in, in normal times, not in our current situation, but there's always kind of someone that we know that is depending on the season, but, you know, kind of a mm-hmm. lot that we, we always know someone that's there and mm-hmm. it's kind of like, we're there too, in a way, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. I just, and it just makes me happy for them. I don't ever do the jealous thing. Cause I'm, oh, I'm so jealous. Oh, I, I, I do. I'm like going, I, I am happy. For, <laughs> I'm happy for you to be there and I can't wait to get back. So yes. that's kind of my experience. So we did, we had a great time. You know, I think uh, Craig, like you said, there, there are some like big things that people are super, super into, into right now that we just, we did not hit. Um, 
and and I am at peace with that like I am fine with that I think that we had the trip that we needed after this year Um, and we were so thrilled to just be able to take our boys there Um, and now Craig has inspired me to look into how we can go again before our little guys three so um, so yeah it was great and um, yeah so you planned all this through, uh, one thing that kind of go back and forth on, you planned all this, uh, with DDC points and things like that with your in-laws. Um, but do you, have you ever used an agent before, or is that something that you don't do? I haven't, but like, can I tell you that my like low key dream is to be a Disney travel agent. Like (laughs) I I want, I want to do that. Um, I love planning things like that. So, but no, we haven't. (laughs) <laughs> and I will say, uh, I hadn't either because I was such a, you know, I feel like I'm pretty in the know with what's going on and, and I wanted to have control of my own things. Uh, I will say the one time that it really came to be a benefit to me was in our 2020 trip. We had a trip planned uh, April, May of 2020. Uh, and of course that was canceled because everything was closed. And so having a travel agent be able to stay on the phone for like 10 hours that day to cancel our trip was much better on my stress level. So something to consider in the future, but I have two more last questions for you. One is kind of serious and one is completely just to enrage Brett. So number one is uh, what any last second tips or anything like that, even if you're not necessarily traveling with a child, but like if you are going to Disney and uh, you want to tell somebody going for the first time, this is what I do that seems to work for me. Is there, are there any tips like that that you would give? Yeah, I've got a couple. I think one, uh, one is for anybody. The other I would say is more for those traveling with kids or maybe not. I don't know. Um, so the first is, uh, something that worked out super well for us was ordering, um, Instacart to our hotel. Mm. Um, I know I've heard Vanessa talk about her garden grocer that she does and all that we did Instacart. Um, there were just some things like our kids require, uh, in order to, you know, live, I guess like yogurt pouches. We can't not have those goldfish can't not have those either. So, um, you know, that was really, really nice to just show up and they drop it at bell services, bell services brings it to your room and it's done. Um, that was great for some like essential necessity items, highly recommend doing that. Um, and just kind of thinking ahead there. And, um, I think all the rooms on property have little fridges. Am I right? At least the mini fridge. Yeah. I think so, so I mean, now. I it's, think it's uh, changed over the years, but as as um, the refurbishments have gone along, um, the resorts do. I, even I the believe value, even the values do. So do. The sure only time I've actually technically and... stayed at a value was uh, it was a family suite at Art of Animation, so that might have been different. But we certainly had a, a fridge. But I believe all the values have fridges now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so that was that was really great. Just you know, like milk. Kids go through milk like there's no tomorrow. So having those things and having them delivered and not have to think about it was great and the other thing too is we had you know that little snafu with our room um and getting moved to saratoga springs and then our room wasn't available for a long time so the other great thing is like our groceries were dropped off at like noon we didn't get to our room till like six and they held it all that time kept it cold for you which was solid um, so that was a, that was a great, uh, great tip that I had 
learned listening to this podcast and reading some other things. Um, the other thing that we did that I think was like our best decision with kids. Um, so, you know, like you get to the parks and the kids see all the things and they want all the things, the balloons, the bubbles, the hats, the Mickey's, all of it. Um, so we looked into having like a welcome basket mm. brought to our room and you know, you can do that through Disney floral and gifts. You will also pay $1 million for those things. <laughs> um, it's very, it's very expensive. It's lovely. And it will show up in your room magically when you're not there. That's cool. Um, but there's also that group on Facebook ear for each other with all the furloughed cast members and several of them have created these side hustles where they will go get your groceries for you or they will make you baskets. And so um, we had somebody make a basket for the boys with those like key things that I knew they were going to be all over in the parks. And we would also pay significantly more for in the parks. So this, this person went out and they got them both a set of ears. They got them both a bubble wand um, a Mickey and a Donald, like little plush. And then they threw in coloring book crayons, like fruit snacks and goldfish. And I mean, we paid half as much as we would have if we bought all that in the parks. And I think when you are going to Disney, especially if you are going with kids, like this is a vacation that is not a cheap one. You're, you're investing a lot of money to take them because you want them to have that experience and you want to be able to say yes to your kids. Um, and I think this was like a really easy way for us to be able to say yes. Like we want you to have that fun and that magic. Um, and it was still special and cool. Some person they didn't know brought it to their room and knocked on the door and they got to open it. And then there were bubbles and stuff like that was great. <laughs> and again, That's like, great that saved us a whole lot of money. So that was, and it supported someone that needed it, you know, yes, and, exactly. and I know that uh, Disney is saying now that they're starting to put additional cast uh, job opportunities open to the public, which means hopefully the people that had been furloughed uh, have been given the opportunity at this point to take back that job. But even still, you know, there's a lot of money lost last year. So people that are currently employed as cast members may still keep up these different opportunities that they came up with uh, and to keep themselves afloat through 2020. So it's really cool that you had that opportunity too. And that, that again, we had met uh, another podcast a long time ago. I think we talked to them back in like November of 2020. Um, but you can find a lot of these at the ear for you. Is it ear for you? Yeah. So yeah. So check out that Facebook group too. The last question that I have totally nonsense, not uh, serious we have to get you uh, on record this debate about Disney snacks. So oh. do you have a particular Disney snack that you like? And then secondly, if it's not the turkey leg, are you pro or anti-turkey leg? So okay. go ahead. So my Disney snacks, Dole Whip is my number one. I love a Dole Whip all day. You just made Brett happy. He's wearing his Dole Whip shirt today. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Um, that's really good. I also like a Mickey bar. Um, I like a Mickey soft pretzel. I am not team Turkey leg. Oh, uh, okay. Good thing I, Vanessa's not here. I'm not. And it's, it's not anything to do with like the taste. It's everything to do with the presentation. I just like, I just don't want to like gnaw on a piece of meat in public. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, if exactly. I could like 
scrape it off or do something like that. You know, like um, if you were at a Renaissance fair, you know, you just <laughs> munch on that thing. If you were in front of paying guests and yeah, I'm like, well, no. thank you, Morgan. You're welcome anytime here. And maybe, <laughs> maybe Vanessa, if she, you know, takes the day off, you can come on in. Well, she took today off, but anyway, anyway, but she's on I, assignment being a, a Disney journalist that she, that's what she says we are now. I'm like, like I don't like that, a Disney journalist, but yeah, you're always welcome back because you are, you know, Morgan. And then you're also, not for the turkey leg. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, I'm not team turkey leg, but one thing that I will say on that note is I was prepared to be term- team turkey leg because my littlest guy, he's got some food allergies and I was very nervous about going on this trip with those. He's allergic to peanuts and eggs. So okay. I was fully prepared to be like, all right, we're going to get the turkey leg so he can have something that, you know, is, is safe for him to eat. Uh, We didn't have to do that because um, anybody worried about those things, I have never felt safer with my child having food allergies, like to the level that he has an EpiPen. So like, it's pretty serious and and they are so accommodating um, for folks with allergies. I mean, just above and beyond. And so I was prepared to be termed team turkey leg, but I didn't need to be. So Well, that's so great to mention too. I've heard that from so many people that have allergies themselves or allergies within their children um, that they there's really no more accommodating place on earth than uh, the Disney parks. So, so. Morgan, it, it took us way too long to get you on this show. Yeah. So you have to come back uh, much earlier than like 2026 or something <laughs> here. So certainly whenever you want to come back on, it was just so great talking to you today. And, and what's kind of fun about these trip reports too, is I've actually found uh, it was like in the middle of uh, things being kind of rough out there. I remember listening back to the trip report that we did a few years ago because it just automatically brought back some of those memories. So hopefully that's something that you and your family can do too. But uh, it's been just great having you on. Yes. Thanks for having me, you guys. This was so fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have a lot of really fun stuff coming for Beyond the Mouse. And you know what? Uh, We actually are going to focus on a lot of these different trip reports. We know that there are people within our podcast Facebook group and our podcast community. We have Brett, who seems to be uh, going on a trip all the time. I don't know. He's always planning something. So Uh, who knows? I might even be planning something. I don't know. But uh, but we will have more trip reports as we go throughout the summer. I know that those are really fun to listen to and kind of experience those and, and live through somebody else's trip as well. If you are brand new to the podcast and you want to make sure you catch up on all of our old episodes, you can find us by searching Beyond the Mouse on any podcast app of your choice. We are also on nprillinois.org as well. So you can find us there. And also we're part of the Front Row Network. So you can find all the Front Row Network shows uh, and those, those will be available on their feed as well. Social media wise, please come and join our Facebook group, Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals. And then also you can follow us on Facebook, the normal page, Beyond the Mouse Podcast. And then we're on Instagram, Beyond the Mouse Pod, and also Beyond Mouse on Twitter as well. And I know, Morgan, you're in the Podcast Pals Facebook group. So maybe if somebody has a question or something, they can post it in there and and you might be able to to help them out with that too. So it's just been, like I said, just a delight getting to talk to you today and uh, really excited that you had such great memories and that now you're going to get off of this and plan another trip before your son turns three years old. I'm on it. I'm on it. (laughs) Awesome. So for Beyond the Mouse, I am Craig. I'm Brett. And I'm Morgan. 
and we will see you real soon in the front row maybe in the front row of the lightning mcqueen show at disney's hollywood studios right yeah i've heard that that's so much fun for kids it's great that you mentioned that as a tip it was so fun and air conditioning and sitting down and no weight all those things are great things thanks again (laughs) morgan yep